This is the Advocatus Intimitati Podcast with Matt Moore, Episode 10. Hello, and welcome to Episode 10 of the Advocatus Intimitati Podcast, released on Monday, the 11th of November, 2019. I am your host, Matt Lohr, here with a selection of data privacy news stories in the first half, followed by a discussion of what is meant by identifiable when we talk about data relating to an identifiable natural person. From the Congress people introduce privacy law that will go nowhere department, California Democratic Reps Anna Eshoo and Zoe Lofgren introduced the Online Privacy Act, which would create a federal agency with the power to levy fines against companies for violations of privacy rights and would be funded for a staff of 1,600. The bill would also grant Americans the right to access, correct, delete, and transfer their data, but it would not preempt the California Consumer Privacy Act or any other state law. It would be nice if members of Congress would stop introducing these silly wish list bills and instead come up with a process to put together some real legislation. NBC News reported that leaked documents showed Facebook used user data as a bargaining chip with external app developers. The documents, which were produced in a years-old lawsuit against Facebook by defunct company 643, allegedly show that Facebook gave preferential access to data to some companies while shutting off access to other companies to prevent them from competing with Facebook, all while framing these moves as protecting data privacy. Whether or not these reports are accurate, I'm calling it now, folks. Facebook is going to suffer the fate that Microsoft narrowly avoided and become the first major American company to be broken up under antitrust law since AT&T in 1982. The onslaught of headlines show that Facebook has lost the confidence of its users, and presidential candidates are publicly calling for it to be broken up. The rapid downfall of its proposed Libra cryptocurrency is only the beginning. So if you caught the program note I posted last week, you know that I spent a long time trying to find an email with research for this episode. I ended up restoring my deleted items from the dumpster, which by some stupid design resulted in Zoom canceling all of my meetings. Well, after all that, it turns out the email was in a different thread than I thought, and it was under my nose the whole time. So I feel pretty stupid. Anyway, please enjoy the following discussion, the fruits of that labor. Back in episode 2, I told you that the concept of personally identifiable information, or PII, is not the right standard when talking about the GDPR or the California Consumer Privacy Act. That today, we need to concern ourselves with personal data. I'd like to go back and take another look at that, specifically the provision that personal data relates to an identified or identifiable natural person. But what makes a person identifiable? The GDPR defines an identifiable natural person as one who can be identified directly or indirectly, in particular by reference to an identifier such as a name, an identification number, location data, an online identifier, or to one or more factors specific to the physical, physiological, genetic, mental, economic, cultural, or social identity of that natural person. Well, that's a mouthful. What does it mean? When we think of being able to identify someone, We generally think of having their name, but the GDPR is clear that this is not required. If all you have is a social security number, is that person identifiable? Well, sure, that's the purpose of a social security number. Where it gets interesting is with online identifiers. 
Recital 30 of the GDPR says that natural persons may be associated with online identifiers provided by their devices, application tools, and protocols, such as internet protocol addresses, cookie identifiers, or other identifiers such as radio frequency identification tags. This may leave traces which, in particular when combined with unique identifiers and other information received by the servers, may be used to create profiles of natural persons and identify them. This is an important point. In the online context, just because you may have no way to link data to the name of a natural person doesn't mean that it is not personal data. Let's start with an IP address. In different contexts, an IP address may be identifying, or it might not. Let's start with a residential internet service. An IP address may be static, that is, assigned to a particular subscriber on a long-term basis. In that scenario, it is almost certainly identifying, as you could identify at least the household associated with the IP address. In the more common scenario, where IP addresses are assigned dynamically, internet service providers generally keep logs of which IP address was leased to which subscriber at a particular time. And that brings up another point. Just because one may not have access to such logs, as a matter of course, doesn't matter for determining whether the person is identifiable. Under certain circumstances, the ISP may be compelled by legal process to divulge that information. Just ask the RIAA. The opposite examples include IP addresses associated with public Wi-Fi networks, like in libraries, coffee shops, or airports. These IP addresses will be shared by dozens or even hundreds of people, and depending on the context, there may be no log of those connected by which to identify a person associated with particular activity. What about web cookies? The web cookies we generally concern ourselves with when it comes to data privacy are the tracking cookies set by advertising networks or social media companies. These cookies will contain a unique ID number assigned to that user's browser when they first visit a website which places these cookies, and each site they visit that also works with that advertising network or social media company. Well, in the case of a social media company, it may be possible to track that cookie back to a name if the user has an account. In the case of advertising networks, it often will not be. But that does not make the user not identifiable. The purpose in setting these cookies is to log which sites that user visits in order to build a profile that can then be used to target advertising at that user. The advertising network has enough information to distinguish the user from all other visitors to a website and treat them differently, and that is enough for the natural person to be considered identifiable even if the advertising network has no way to connect that profile with a legal identity. One of the best resources for understanding what makes a person identifiable is the Article 29 Working Party's Opinion 4-2007 on the concept of personal data. It has a number of examples that illustrate the point. One is video surveillance. As the opinion says, controllers often argue that identification would only happen in a small percentage of the material collected and therefore, before identification in these few instances actually takes place, no personal data are processed. As the purpose of video surveillance is, however, to identify the person to be seen in the video images in all cases where such identification is deemed necessary by the controller, the whole application as such has to be considered as processing data about identifiable persons, even if some persons recorded are not identifiable in practice. Another example is a transportation company which keeps a log of the tags or signature of vandals who deface their vehicles with graffiti so that they might be able to identify those persons and pursue legal claims against them. This is another important point. 
The purpose behind the collection and processing of the information is relevant to the analysis of whether that information is associated with an identifiable person. If the purpose is to identify, then it will be identifiable even if identification is not possible in most instances. When evaluating whether an application or business process handles personal data, it is important to consider all of these less conventional ways that a person could be identified. Well, that's all for this week. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you.